Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And mark the calendar, because we just saw a movie for the first time since January of last year. Yeah, it's been over a year. Yeah. And I guess by we, I should say me. Yeah. I wasn't going to call you out, but... You uh, you weren't invited. <laughs> yeah. It was a cool people club. Yeah. And uh, I snuck in. My invite must have gotten lost in the mail. He snuck in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was weird because like, uh, so theaters just opened for us, mm-hmm. or at least majority of them. So I went and I saw Demon Slayer. I know, you were excited. I, I've heard such great things about this and I, I just watched the anime. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about that later. Uh, but I was worried that it was going to be gone next week because it didn't seem to show it in the uh, the listings for next week. So I was like, is this mm-hmm. the last week to be able to see this? So I gambled. I went. Yeah. I was like the fifth person in the theater. Mm-hmm. Looked like it was like two other couples. Mm-hmm. So I was literally a fifth wheel in <laughs> an entire theater. Yeah. And they all sat in the back row. So... So you already know what they were people, doing. People probably were paying for ZJs. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But uh, So there was plenty of space and it Yeah. Helped. But I wasn't sure if you had to have your mask on the whole time. I don't know. I left it on. Yeah. But of course, it's recycled air. Yeah. And I'm like fucking choking because yeah. it's like having it on for this long. So the four people in the theater are like, this guy has a Yeah, so I'm like that. really struggling. I had like my, my, water, my water bottle that I brought in and I'm just like... Trying to sip it, just trying yeah. to like prevent myself from giving any indication that I may cough. Yeah. So I have a question: Did they have like concessions and all that, like the old days? Yeah, they had like a limited menu. Okay, I, I didn't get anything. Yeah, but I was surprised that she asked, you know, if you wanted anything, and I was. Uh, I feel like they probably I'm don't okay. have. A I didn't realize on. you would be able to get food. Yeah. I figured it would be like, a, that's not a thing right now. Yeah. Well, they're not We're gonna, just happy to be open. They're not going to miss out on a chance to make actual money. Yeah, that is basically where their money is. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they just had like popcorn. It looked like they had hot dogs, nachos, maybe. They probably have like but... no refills on anything right now, too. <laughs> yeah. No straws. Yeah. <laughs> you have to butt chug it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it was a successful experience. We'll probably be going to the movies coming up soon yeah well you know we had our regal uh unlimited thing which i was like they're definitely gonna put an end to this after yeah. being closed for over a year yeah but no like they're marketing the shit out of that right now huh so i guess they really want people to come back i was really surprised uh how many trailers they had though like I, it was, obviously it was more than usual because they're yeah. probably trying to get people to be like just so you know we have stuff yeah <laughs> But there was like a new Fast 9 trailer, which I feel like I have not seen. And it was fucking crazy stuff beyond what we've already seen. I see. There was like more context to that scene where the vehicle is sliding through a building sideways. Oh, yeah. And apparently it's got fucking magnets inside it. And it's like using that to just fuck shit up. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Caught my interest. Yeah. We're, I feel like if the magnets are that big, wouldn't they be strong enough to just, like, destroy the computer in the car? Okay. Yeah. Valid. <laughs> also, you think that it would just destroy the vehicle as soon as it would hit a building yeah. versus destroying the 
building. Right. Yeah. What kind of? What so is there's gotta be some subplot that the vehicle's yeah. made of some kind yeah. of like crazy. It's made of titanium or something yeah, insane. Or yeah. vibranium, maybe. Yeah. It's a crossover. It's a crossover. <laughs> So they they didn't just travel time. Yeah. Since our last uh, podcast, they've also the universe hopped hopped into yeah. an extended universe. Yeah. Obviously, in the name of family. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Found out they had a cousin. That yeah, was in a long the distant Avengers cousin. Yeah. Like really distant because they were in another universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think his name was Groot. Yeah. It's pretty appropriate. There you go. <laughs> well, it's all it's all very exciting to see the world slightly starting to go back to normal. But in the meantime, let's uh we've got some new releases for everybody who've been waiting with bated breath for more things to consume in this semi quarantine. What? Bated breath. Bated breath. That's a thing. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those sayings that everybody knows. Yeah, it is. That I've never heard. <laughs> You've probably said it on, on here before, and I've just not caught it until now. Yeah. You always like to call out things that I say. You're always baiting me with breath. No. So. <laughs> well, first up in new releases this week, Apple TV Plus is coming in with the, hey, hey guys, remember we're still here. <laughs> Apple TV Plus actually had something on May 7th, Mythic Quest Season 2 came out, and we didn't put it in, so our bad. And uh, I guess that means we're going to have to be getting them at a trial. <laughs> well, I mean, if Apple gave us the service for free, this would never have happened. Yeah, that's true. So really, who's to blame here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Disney Plus has High School Musical, The Musical, The Series... Inside of Taco Bell. Yeah. Coming out on May 14th. In case anybody was interested in that. <laughs> As you can see, there's not a whole lot on the yeah. MCU front right now. And uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers Episode 8. I threw that in there. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. I don't know how many episodes it actually has. I feel yeah. like, is this the last one? But it based off be. the plot, I feel like it can't be. That's true. But either way, I just thought I'd give it some... Yeah. Marketing. Yeah. In our episode. Yeah. You're welcome, Disney. <laughs> I know you've been looking. They obviously need it. <laughs> I know you needed the help, so. And on HBO Max, we have Wonder Woman 1984 is coming back May 13th. Yeah, so if you have another two and a half hours of time that you want to waste, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then like another day or two of time that you waste wondering why you wasted those two and a half hours, yeah. <laughs> it's there for you. Yeah. It's there. It's ready to go. Yeah. I feel like this was obvious it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we had it in there for like the month and then try to get their money off of the rentals and purchases mm-hmm. and then put it back on the service to get everybody else who's not going to yeah, do that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, also on HBO Max is Those Who Wish Me Dead comes out May 14th. And this... This is that Angelina Jolie movie where it, it seems like somebody wishes her dead. Yeah. And so they start a forest fire. They were yeah. like, they're like, hey, Smokey, what's that over there? <laughs> and then they throw a match yeah. in Into the forest. a very dry forest. And then they go, oh, I, I guess it was nothing. <laughs> it seems like a very, like, 
drastic way to try to murder somebody. Yes, exactly. That's what, I'm trying to wrap my brain around why that would be. She's got to be like, the plot's got to be something like she has information about some trial or some shit or somebody in a trial or Maybe, yeah. something like that. Okay. And they're trying to get her killed before she's a, a witness to something or whatever. Yeah. So the whole, I guess the whole premise is the fire is too fast moving for her to escape. Probably because even if she can out, she can run mm-hmm. a certain direction, like the fire could, the based on the wind, it could like wind and like wrap around and all that. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, sure. Why not? We have all kinds of other disaster movies. So why not fire? Well, I mean, the logic I'm saying is like the fire would spread fast. Yeah. Faster than how she how quickly she could run, yeah, and how consistently she could keep that speed. Yeah, that makes sense. Not really so much about cutting her off. Well, but I'm sure that's going to have something to do with it because yeah, it can be fast, just as fast as the wind can carry it, which is really fast in some cases. Yeah, yeah, faster than a human can run anyway. All right, on who should have called it fast and the fireist. Yeah. That's the part that bothers me about this is like it, the title makes it seem like oh this person's trying to there's someone's trying to assassinate her and then it's like a disaster movie so I'm like I need more connection here <laughs> there's like all right on Hulu and Amazon Prime we have on May 13th Saint Maud which is a horror thriller uh that came out in 2020 Would you believe me if I said we saw trailers for this back in theaters at in January of last year. I would because it does sound kind of familiar. It was like she like is a caretaker to some older woman. Yeah. And it seems like she's getting like possessed or is possessed okay. or wants to be possessed. Sure. Some weird creepy shit. It's yeah. an A24 okay. film. So. Gotcha. You know, just with that alone, you know, it's going to be weird. Right. <laughs> All right. And Netflix has Castlevania season four coming out May 13th. Love, Death, and Robots, May 14th. And The Woman in the Window, also on May 14th. This is the one that is about Amy Adams playing, presumably, an agoraphobic uh, woman who is... Is that what they call it? Agoraphobia. She's, like, scared to leave the house because yeah, of, like, you can't go germs outside. or whatever. The germs are just It's everything. just in general, being outside. There's things out there. There's things and people. It's a lot. Yeah. So she's scared to leave her home and she witnesses a murder through her window and then... Allegedly. Yeah. She thinks she was... That's the twist. Is yeah, who knows, Supposedly really. the person's alive, but yeah. she swears by it. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, like, suspense thriller. Yeah. Suspense seems... Yeah. I, I, again, we saw trailers for this Yeah, <laughs> this one I was like, day. oh, wow, that didn't come out yet? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so uh, I'll probably be watching this one. Yeah, I'm interested to check that one out. Because I'd like to see how they explain the situation. Like, again, like, why doesn't Superman just come and save her? Yeah, he hasn't crossed that universe yet. Oh. <laughs> and Peacock has uh, coming out an original series coming out on May 13th named Intergalactic. And this is... Uh, the sequel is going to be planetary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a, obviously a sci-fi future futuristic show um this is a group of prisoners take over the ship and escape it feels like it's trying to be like gardens of the galaxy but also the 100 i don't know okay probably uh, basically it's like a bunch of women who are like going to some planet as like prisoners for some crimes they committed okay and then they hijack the ship and then they are being chased by the 
space police. Yeah. And I don't know. It just it looks like a lot of action, but like yeah. CGI is a little iffy. Yeah. I don't know. It looked very CWE. Yeah, it sounds very CWE. So yeah. <laughs> Probably check it out, but I don't know if I'm gonna watch a whole lot of it. The if trailer. we have access to it anyway. Oh, that's true. We might yeah. not. I've been well, noticing... They'll have the trial. They'll have the trial. Yeah, I'm, I've been noticing... We'll enough. They've been doing a lot of, like, you can watch the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and in theaters, we have Army of the Dead coming out May 14th for one week at select Cinemark locations. This was news that before Netflix, it's going to be in theaters for a week. Do we have any Cinemark theaters? I have no idea. I don't think I think do. that's, like, a parent chain, isn't it? Is, it? So. Yeah. There might be something here that okay. ties to it. I mean, all we'd have to do is just look online yeah. if it's playing. I know. I'm just curious. I mean, worst case, we wait a week for Netflix. True. But it would probably be fun to see in theaters. Yeah, it seems like it would be. Uh, I actually was reading about that movie. Uh, there was a thing where they had to replace the actor that was replaced with Tignataro. Mm-hmm. And they did it all, almost all digitally. So like they they, they digitally they removed him re- from the film, really, and then they used like a like sort green of screen green screen CGI. Re- she filmed all almost all of her part for the movie by like alone. Wow. Yeah. So that's gonna be really interesting to see how they look like they play off of each other. Yeah. If it feels forced or yeah, she said or just visually, if it even looks like it, like yeah, is the same. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. That's crazy. But is with all the money it sounds like that cost, it was still less than the zombie tiger. So. <laughs> okay. But think about that too. That means they'd have to ask CGI. They'd have to put CGI in for every little thing she does. Yeah, every there's scenes like where. she kicks a rock or something, running. Yeah. Well, they filmed her doing stuff and then they digitally superimposed like her. in the desert with. Uh, or green screen, but yeah. That's what I'm saying yeah. is like. Any interaction she would have with physical items yes. in the scene would probably have to be CGI. Yes. There were scenes where so, she was supposed to be, like, touching another cast member or whatever. And so she did, I guess, film with her assistant in some cases. And other times they just made a 3D model of her and then did it CGI ways. Yeah. Okay. This will be interesting to see all that. Yeah, definitely. I was like, wow, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> Uh, all right. Sorry, I got off track there. And mm-hmm. May fourteenth, also in theaters, is Spiral. Nobody, I don't give a fuck about that. But that's the Saw spinoff, right? Chris Rock. Yes. And Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yes. I, I think, think they're so. the two that are in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's also on. If I'm correct, I think it's also going to hit HBO Max. I thought that was one of the movies in the list for HBO Max, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Not at the top of my list of going to see, but no. we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't like any of the Saw movies. They're not my thing at all. I like those. It's just this doesn't look... I don't know. It looks like they're just going to rehash the same shit. Different cast. Isn't that what all the Saw movies yeah, do? There's a plot. There's a plot. <laughs> okay. Because they all seem terrible to me. They found a way to like force in more subplot mm-hmm. in the timeline of this franchise like when characters are dead or whatever like it's it's crazy okay how they've done it but okay. this one feels like it's just not gonna work okay. we'll see we'll see then well somebody else will i won't yeah okay <laughs> 
And that's all we have for new releases this week. All right. Well, we do have some schedule changes. What if I told you that you could watch Loki two days earlier on Wednesdays instead of Fridays? I'd be pretty excited about that. Well, get excited. (laughs) Disney Plus has announced their uh, new scheduling for Loki. It's going to be coming out June 9th, which is a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be every Wednesday after that, it seems, is going to be the release of the show. Although, now I'm questioning if it's just this show specifically and everything else will be back to Fridays. Mm -hmm. Is everything switching the Wednesdays? Is it going to be... Everything's going to start having their own schedules and everything's going to be releasing daily instead of all clustered on Fridays. Well, now that I'm thinking about this more, I wonder if they're switching it to Wednesdays because society is starting to open back up again. Mm. And they know that more people will be exiting their homes and not staying home and watching things at night on Fridays. That's probably true. So if that's the case, if that's why they did this, then they might continue the trend. Is that why they started doing it on Fridays to begin with, you think? Is the just, hey, people need something to do on a Friday night? Probably. People are like, well, we don't have happy hours, so I guess we're going to watch Disney+. Plus." (laughs) Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I just thought about it. I was like, well, if we're able to go out again... At some point, then changing it to a Wednesday means you might get more viewers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps us. I could tell you that. It's a lot nicer having a Wednesday than a Friday for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Also, it's good for them to have it on a Wednesday because then you go to work and talk to your coworkers about it the next day. And mm-hmm. it encourages more people to watch it faster because they don't want to get spoiled the next day at work. Maybe. Uh, I no? don't know if they're worried about that. Okay. But well, I Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Or even if it's not about that, like people talking about at work at work generates more interest Mm. potentially. So instead of having the whole weekend to forget about it. It's the mind share. Yeah. So I think having it during the week is more logical for a communal like marketing standpoint. Yeah. Because again, too, if you are stuck around the house on weekends Mm -hmm. outside of social media, you're not going to be talking about it with people really. Yeah. So this way it's kind of like you said. Talk about with your coworkers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Someone on a lunch break might not know about it. Yeah. Now they do. Exactly. I'm excited for this to come out, but I will say it's been nice not having to uh, record a double episodes, double episode <laughs> situation for yeah for a Disney been, show. Has been nice. Enjoy it while we can. Yeah. All right. Well, another thing that you can enjoy shortly. Netflix has canceled the Irregulars after one season. Uh, the Nielsen uh, rating data showed that The Regulars was the most popular streaming show during its debut week on March 26, beating out the MCU series Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, the show pulled in an estimated 643 million minutes streamed across eight episodes. And they were like, that's not good enough, let's cancel it? Well, here's the thing. I feel like this data is a little skewed. Mm-hmm. Because right off the bat, when I read that, I was like, well, but you're comparing a show that dropped an entire season on the first day to a show that's weekly one episode. True. So by that by that logic, you would assume that most people are watching that one episode of The Falcon Winter Soldier mm-hmm. that week. Because that's the only new one out. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a little bit of wiggle room of people who are like jumping into the show. But right. overall... 
the odds are in the favor of the irregulars mm -hmm. just having more episodes to watch mm -hmm. in that week period versus the one. That makes sense. That's my logic, at least. Yeah. Not to take away from it being good or not. I just... Yeah, but... It does seem like it's a little skewed in that sense. Yeah, also, like, number of subscribers-wise, I think Netflix is much higher, isn't it, than Disney Plus? Probably, I don't know. At least know. it's been around for a lot longer. I know Disney's killing it now, but I don't yeah. know what the Netflix oh. versus Disney numbers are. Yeah. I'm just... I'm... Obviously, it's conjecture, mm -hmm. but I su suspect that Netflix just has a bigger market share or number of people who already have it yeah. and didn't have to go subscribe to something to watch it. But for all we know, this is like 99% of the people watch the first episode. Yeah. And then 1% watch the rest of the show. Yeah. Like, for all we know, it didn't do well as far as longevity yeah. of watching. It was... Yeah, I am... I mean, I think... I Was I episode five-ish, I think, I watched, we reviewed, and I kind of never went back to yes, it? Yes, yeah. So, maybe I will, but I Although assume there's going to the... be ending hooks that are not going to be answered now, so... Well, a lot of the gripes and questions you had are answered if you finish the season. Okay. There are questions that won't be answered, of course, but it's not as bad as you might feel because you haven't seen the last half of the yeah, season. Yeah, you're not going to... You're not going to struggle sleeping at night. Yeah, yeah. Like, I... I wish I never watched the fucking show. Personally, I've forgotten the questions I had at the end of the season. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> and that's probably why it got canceled. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Paramount Plus has acquired sci-fi movie Infinite uh, starring Mark Wahlberg. The film will skip the theaters altogether and be exclusive to the service. All right. Cool. Kind of a shift because I feel yeah. like Paramount was doing this whole thing like six. They're, they're exclusive to the service, like whatever it was, like sixty days or something after forty-five days or something after theater yeah, release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was their their announcement a while back. Yeah. It was like a shorter time period than a normal out of theater experience. Yeah. But it would only be on their service. Well, it was like movies like Mission Impossible and. Top Gun, I think a, a Quiet Place Two, those, yeah. those kind of movies. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that movie though because the premise sounds very interesting. Mm. All right, so, well, let's get into uh, we got a we got a new trailer, Venom yes. Two, Let There Be Carnage, the official title. Yes, we got a trailer, so let's talk about that a little bit. Okay, what did you think? I liked it. I feel like I was a little confused, and I felt like I need to go back and watch the first Venom movie again. I, I wasn't so much confused. Like, I felt like I know, based off the first movie, like where we are with this yeah, one. But yeah. I do want to go back, just get the fine details out of, you know, was there a symbiote that we don't know about that may have still existed or something, you mm -hmm. know, that may lead into this one or whatever. Mm -hmm. What was the last interaction between him and Cassidy? At the end of that movie, right? Was there, you know, hint that the symbiote touched him or whatever? I don't. Because mm -hmm. I'm curious how he's going to end up getting part of the symbiote in this one, right? So we'll see. But I was a little let down ish. The first little segment of him making breakfast, yeah, I feel like was a very forced humor. It did not work for me. I think it was really dumb. I didn't like it because I felt like. Everything, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I felt like he should have been able to successfully complete those tasks instead of completely fucking up every single one of them. I think the whole joke is supposed to be that 
He's a monster, so it doesn't they're, matter. Well, I, I don't, not that. I oh, just, okay. It's like a buddy cop. They, yeah. They're trying to do like this whole like opposites yeah. personalities thing or whatever. Yeah. I don't, it yeah. just, it didn't work for me. Yeah. I felt like uh, it wasn't there. Also, like the whole premise that like you, we can't eat people, but like, isn't that what he has to eat? Like, I, yeah. Isn't that what he needs? Yeah. I thought that was like a thing in the other movie. He needed that stuff. Yeah. So, is, is Waffles going to do it? I don't maybe, feel like it's going to do it. Maybe it's Soylent Green or whatever the fuck it is. What is the, uh, that movie that's like Soylent, something is people? It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's a bad joke. Uh, I know. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what the movie it's was. It's fine. We're was good. The people under the stairs or some shit? I don't remember. Uh, um, it's probably a completely different movie. I think so. Um... Anyway, the point was, um, I wonder if there's, like, fine print that's, like, uh, un- unless pre-approval is obtained or something. Well, they clearly, he's allowed to eat, like, bad people. Yeah. Or what they deem bad people, right? Yeah. The enemy, right? Yeah. So, that's a thing. Yeah. At least the liver or pancreas, right? Yeah. Based off the last movie? Yeah, definitely. Um, as far as the, like, overall tone of the movie, it feels, you know, aligned with the last one. Very mm-hmm. kind of dark, but cartoony at the same time yeah um apparently the woman with her thrift store or whatever yeah, the shopkeeper like is all aware of venom at this uh-huh. point and yeah. they're all friends I, it's very weird but so from what i understood you try to explain this a little bit but i still think it's a little dumb <laughs> so she can't hear venom because he's only in eddie's head yes but she talks to him and then Eddie, I guess, just really relays the message. Yeah. Or does Venom hear it and he responds and then Eddie just responds for Venom? I think that he hears it. The Venom hears it. He had his little appendage out uh, coming out of Eddie's yeah, his neck. tentacle. His tentacle. And he like waves or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, morning Venom or whatever the fuck, right? So, but like, he can talk when he is Venom. Yeah. Okay. But he can also talk when, like, it's, like, just him. Like, he can't just make a head mm-hmm. instead of doing the arm flapping. Yeah. He couldn't just pop out a head and be like, hi. Well, it's a little terrifying looking, so. Uh, well, it's later Maybe in the he scene. Doesn't want her to share or pants. later in the trailer, you see him do the head thing. Yeah, but Trying to eat somebody's yeah, head. But he's not a nice guy, so he's not worried about if he shits his pants. Maybe he doesn't want her to shit her pants because she gives him chocolate. I mean. Sometimes. That's just natural chocolate. Yeah. He, he's a he's a simit from a planet. He doesn't know what chocolate is. Yeah. Tell him that's chocolate. Yeah. It's butt chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Overall, it was it was a it was cool that we got another trailer, but I don't feel like I gained much from it. Yeah, it really focused on Carnage, just like origin, really, right? I felt like, yeah, the uh, artwork, what, I guess, if you call it, the design of Carnage, the character, I felt like looked... Like the CGI the character? The CGI yeah. looked cool, because it, it was very, like... More three-dimensional, because he's yeah. got, like... It, it's like his body is more... It's, like, made of threads, somehow. Like he's, like, the the alien lanyard. Yes. <laughs> He's more of a, like, sinewy tendons and... It, it makes more sense, though, because the character is more, um, I don't know, amplified as far as, like, the limbs and, like, the way he uses his symbiote yeah. versus Venom. So he would... Venom is more just brute force, whereas yeah. Carnage is more like, he makes weapons mm-hmm. and he, like, 
improvises and he's just yeah. more like staticky, I guess. Is yeah. How I could describe the way okay. his symbiote moves yeah. around on him. He looks more like he was you know panicky like a serial killer of a or a psychopath. You know. Okay. Yeah. He's like not in control. Yes. Um. We got we got a new hair look for Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess they got the the hint that people thought it was a joke when he wore that wig in the last movie. So I honestly. Like, I forgot what it looked like. Oh, in the other I movie. mean, it, it, uh, <laughs> imagine a very bright, blatant wig okay. just plopped on your head. Okay. That's what he looked like in the last movie. <laughs> Is it just because everybody's used to seeing him with such a close cut haircut that people are like, he can't have that kind of hair? I No, it just looked bad. Oh, okay. It just looked bad in the last okay. movie. And this one, it's like normal-ish. Okay. Well, this is just reiterating the fact that I need to watch... <laughs> The first movie again. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that was like a like whatever mid credit scene, oh, right? Okay. It wasn't yeah, even like in really a bad. full movie. So he looked like a live action Chucky doll. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Carnage. No person want to play with me. <laughs> yeah, it's not reasonable. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, we got a tease of uh, what presumably is going to be a partner for Carnage, whether it be a emotional. Or physical or whatever. Criminal. Yeah. Uh, Shriek seems to be in this movie. I think we already knew that that character we talked about... was going to be in it. But I don't think we knew whether it would be Shriek specifically. We just um, guessed But it, it seems be. that way. We we have a scene where she's in like a a glass prison thing. And she's using her uh, sound powers. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. The question I guess I'll have is. Is it going to incorporate the the symbiote into her somehow to get her powers or does she already have powers because technically she can't be a mutant right this is a sony film right unless mcu or whatever unless marvel disney give them the okay they would have to technically make a different label for her if she's not because of the symbiote true true that'll be interesting to see yeah but i'm overall i'm excited for it I did find it interesting that at the end of the trailer, they, they say, coming soon. Yeah. It says, coming soon, only in movie theaters. So I thought that was weird that they didn't have the release date of September 24th, which, yes, as far as we know, is the release date. Yes. Do you think this is them covering their ass in case they have to change it again? Possibly. It seems like a reasonable option. <laughs> but then why would you say coming soon? Because in my mind, that's not very soon. September is like Maybe four months away. Maybe they want to keep using that <laughs> that clip for the rest of the time. I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of life, four months it's is not very long. Soon. But to me, that's that's a while away. Yeah, it's over a quarter of a year, or that's a third of a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you do the other <laughs> division, yeah. But you go ahead and decide did, which is better for you. They did change math, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually seeing these weird things on like Instagram of like a math problem. People are arguing whether the answer is this or that. And like based off foil, it's this. Yeah. Have they changed that? Possibly. Okay. I couldn't say. Yeah, I just, because there's people that are so fucking confident in those comment lists of you're an idiot. It's this, which is in my mind not the right answer because yeah. it's based off what you learned, the structure and order. Yeah, the order of operations. Yeah, yeah. like you, it's this number. This is the answer. Yeah, 
It's because I think, I assume, so I might be wrong, but I assume they're teaching things a lot differently now because of the Common Core and whatever else. But if you're changing the order of how you do math, then that means it's completely wrong for everybody before that. Which then, if it's changing the actual answer... Yes. Then somebody is wrong. Yes, correct. I agree. <laughs> but Whether I, it's us or the new ones. I'm pretty sure that... Somebody isn't doing it right. I'm pretty sure that there's only Cause, one answer Because if everybody can just do however order they feel like and that's yeah. the right answer, then that means math is irrelevant. Yeah, it's not, it's not an essay. It's math. There is only one right answer. <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be anyway. That's the beauty of math. Yes. Is that... You're right or you're wrong. Isn't there even like uh, like math is found throughout nature and like the mm-hmm. way that things are? Yeah, the the like, like plants and shit. Yeah, the uh, golden triangle. And yeah, so thing. like yeah. I don't know. We'll just follow that, and maybe that's the correct thing. Anyways, yeah. anyways. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, Venom isn't doing math. Isn't based on math because it'll be not getting very many high school kids that want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't seem like, uh, from what I'm, I'm seeing, it doesn't seem like Spider-Man is really relevant to this either. It doesn't feel like he exists in this world yet. Yeah, except for the spider scene. That is a nice tease, though, yeah. of Carnage slapping down, or I guess Cassidy slapping down Yeah. on that spider. And when he smashes the spider... It's, it's more of an spider. Easter egg, I would say. But when he smashes the spider, he's talking about something about heroes or whatever, and then he smashes it. That's a trailer, though. I know. That's narration that they're putting on top of video. Yeah. But that's might... probably not how it plays out in the video yeah. or the movie. It might be nothing, but it's an interesting thing that they did there. Mm-hmm. That's all. I mean, he's going to be in this universe uh, after Far From Home. Or whatever it's called. No Way Home. Yeah. There's no way the home. movie <laughs> is going to keep him in the MCU. Right. That's the whole point of this. It either brings Sony shit into the MCU or it brings him out. It's one or the other. Anyways, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I just hope that they don't do too much with the comedy bullshit, like the breakfast scene. Because I feel like that was the weakest part of this trailer and I I could do less of that. Yeah. Hashtag not my venom. Yeah. (laughs) Your venom's busy eating people's heads. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe a pizza. Okay. Is it hanging out with the Ninja Turtles or? <laughs> that would be a really cool mashup. Yeah. A venomized Ninja Turtle. Yeah. A symbiotic turtle. Yeah. I'm going to try and doodle that. Do it. Realize that I'm not able to do that and then give up very quickly. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Let's get into some of our news, huh? Yes, let's. Uh, another thing I'm looking forward to was just announced a few days ago. Uh, Dragon Ball Super is getting another movie. This was announced on apparently a day that I did not know existed. <laughs> Goku Day, based off the character in the in the franchise. Yes. May 9th is Goku Day. So is it always May 9th? I believe so. So you were almost born on Goku Day. I was almost born on Goku Day. <laughs> Although I think I was born before it existed. That's possible. I don't know the exact year that Dragon Ball came to be. Okay. We don't need to get into the details. <laughs> I should know that off the top of my head, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I guess I'm not because I'm a day <laughs> shy of it. 
Anyway, so yes, a Dragon Ball Super movie has been announced because of that day, uh, and it's going to be released in 2022. So I'm going to assume like late 2022. Yeah. Uh, There's no details on the plot or anything like that. Uh, I assume if you follow the manga, you'd have a better idea of where it's going. Mm -hmm. Because I know the TV show is not caught up at all where the uh, manga is. Oh, okay. So... A lot has happened, I guess, since what I've seen on the show. So I'm debating getting some mangas. Okay. Not to be mistaken for hentai. Yeah. <laughs> which is a completely different thing. Yeah. Just teaching people. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, WB is reportedly, reportedly searching for a black actor and director... Uh, for the new Superman film that they had hired a writer for, I mean, you know, you know I, I don't know. If, is this even official that it's going to be a black Superman, or just still rumors? I don't know. I, I think mean, well, this is rumors, but right. like, was the whole premise of a black Superman official yet? I don't know if that was official. I just, just remember there being a lot of I believe, speculation because of the writer that they picked. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they went this route. To be honest, they really should choose Idris Elba. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean because he already said he was black Superman. He's legally the black Superman. <laughs> yeah. He'd be able to sue them There's for There's no reason not to choose him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he got them on technicality. Exactly. He's like legally you have to offer me this part. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the black Superman. <laughs> they do have characters like from the comics though that were black Superman variations yeah yeah. so i don't know if this is going to be like some elseworld story or if it's going to be replacing henry cavill in the the current universe like it's very up in the air but up up and away in the air (laughs) yeah but we'll see i don't know i i wouldn't be shocked if they did this with some of the other characters too gave like the alternate comic versions of them I mean, yeah. Joker was a success, right? Yeah, definitely. So, we'll see. All right. Uh, WandaVision was initially going to have Doctor Strange, apparently, as a cameo by yeah, the end of the series. I saw that. Uh, at the end, so the commercials that were happening throughout the series, mm-hmm. apparently those were supposed to be messages that Doctor Strange was sending her to try and get through to her sitcom world. It was supposed oh. to break through that. The reality was supposed to break through her sitcom world for her to, like, realize what's happening, what she's doing. Oh, I thought there were messages she was sending to him, but I didn't understand why. That makes much more sense that he's sending her messages. What did you get? What did you think they were? She was sending him to him. Oh, I read something online. Oh. (laughs) Probably just two different. Well, now I'm worried I (laughs) misunderstood what I read. I want to make sure. I mean, I don't know, but. Either way, somebody was sending messages to someone, theoretically, right? Oh, so the logic would be, like, subconsciously she's sending them out to him? To him, yeah. But I don't... See, Asking, it doesn't, like, like, help me? Help me, yeah. But it's... There's a lot more exposition needed there. Mm. It makes more sense that he'd be somehow... I don't know how he'd mm. manipulate her commercials, but regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I read Either the, way, they changed it. I guess yeah. they didn't want it to be... I think Feige said something that he didn't want it to f- feel like... It was her show, and then, and then a guy then comes he and came rescues in her, and, 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 and kind of takes saves the victory the day. from her. Yeah, takes yeah. it away from her story. Yeah, they decided to focus more on her and Agatha at the end, mm-hmm. which I, I think mean, it, it was her all along. It was her from all what along. I understood. Yeah, 
don't know if you caught on to that. Yeah, I did. It was subtle, but it was there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's fine because we know that she's going to be in the next Doctor Strange film. Mm-hmm. and We know it's going to tie in. It'll, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. Speaking of the MCU, Hannah John Kamen has been cast as the lead in Red Sonja. Uh, she is well known for her role as Ghost in the Ant-Man and Wasp movie. Mm, okay. Uh, she was also in that uh, Peacock show. Yep. Can't remember the name of it, but she was like a she was... influencer in their yeah, futuristic yeah, society. What the fuck is that? It's the one that's based on a book. Mm. Oh, no. Something World. Yeah. Brave New World. Brave New World. Yeah. It's a brave new world. <laughs> she was like a a party hostess or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was like a, a weird thing. Yeah. Futuristic influencer. Yes. That's yeah. what I labeled Yes. It. Uh, so, yes, she's going to be playing Red Sonja. She's going to be the lead in that film. Uh, and it's a character that's spun off from the Conan the Barbarian series. Okay. I'm not well versed in the character, but I do know that they've been trying to make a movie for a long time. At one point, they had Brian Singer connected to it. And then Shea hit the fan with his whole controversy of whatever he may or may not have been doing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it kind of... Went silent after that, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, Netflix has tapped Blake Lively to star in a movie adaptation of Dark Horse Comics' Lady Killer. Okay. Now, once I read the description of this comic, you're going to be like, okay, now I get it. Yeah. Josie Schuller, a housewife in the 1950s America, moonlights as an assassin for the mafia, unknown to her family. Okay. So, we saw her last in... Rhythm Section? Rhythm Section, yes. Thank you. Which was more or less the plot of this. Yes. Yeah. What this is, is, right? Yeah, yeah. Minus the the 1950s and the family. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But they get into that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Knives Out uh, apparently has cast Dave Bautista... He's going oh, cool. to be reunited with Daniel Craig after their work on the Bond film Spectre. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. I'm, yeah, I'm actually really happy to see this because I like really like Dave Bautista. Yeah. I think he's very underrated. Yeah, definitely. So I, I, I love seeing that he gets more roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, anybody who remembers Knives Out uh, and the sequels are now apparently Netflix-owned. They have the rights for those movies. So the next two will be exclusive to Netflix, as far as we're aware. Okay. Uh, on that note of Batista, though, apparently he told Digital Spy that he likely wouldn't be Drax after Guardians 3. Oh. So the exact quote was, I don't know what the script of the third film is, to be honest with you. There was a script years ago that obviously is going to have to change because the whole direction of the Marvel Universe has changed. I mean, as far as my obligations, I've got Guardians 3, and that's probably going to be the end of Drax. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I mean, we kind of knew that, though. I think there was like reports a year or two ago, even, of Guardians 3 was basically going to be the last of... What we know as the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because the comic Guardians of the Galaxy has like multiple different rosters, yeah. if you will. So it makes sense that. They I mean, Yondu on. was one of the original Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and the way they spun it in this, he he was never really a Guardians Not of the Galaxy, yeah. but he was a father. Yes. Wait, what was it? 
A daddy? Yeah, he was he was a daddy. <laughs> he wasn't a father, he was a daddy. He was a daddy. <laughs> daddy of the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's basically it for our movie and TV news. We did watch some things. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Hence the podcast. <laughs> How funny would that be if there's somebody out there who just strictly reports on stuff, but like never watches watch anything, it, watch any of it? <laughs> like I'm going, I'm not going to express my opinion. It's on like this. a chef who like makes the food, but they've never eaten it. Yeah, that does exist. Really? How do you know if it's good? You just you're they that have testers, smug I guess. I don't know. That your food's that good because you made it. I mean, I think they'll taste it, but they will never like eat their own food. So by that logic, doesn't that mean that everybody else's food is better than theirs because they would eat other people's food, presumably because it was really good? Because if you're a chef, you think you'd have like standard, like high standards yeah. of quality, right? Yes. I think it's like some it's probably two things. One one thing is that depending on the person, they don't want to eat their own cooking because it's like um well, I'm trying not to eat that stuff. Like somebody who really loves baking mm-hmm. and they make really good cookies or cakes or whatever, for example, they won't eat their own stuff. They'll make it and give it to other people cuz they enjoy doing it. And well, if really- you do it that much, they make a bakery. Yeah. Anyway, and the other option is uh I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going with option one then, it sounds like. That's no, probably the no, strongest option. No, no, The other option. one was better. It's um, if, like being your own worst critic or whatever. Okay. So like if you taste your own food, you're like, no, this is wrong. I didn't get it right. But gotcha. if you're tasting somebody else's food, you're not self-criticizing. Gotcha. That's okay. what I was thinking. Sorry. Gotcha. You are perfectly fine. Anyway, let's get into what we watched. <laughs> Here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're We're DTF. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed. I was looking at you. Yeah. Waiting for you to look at me. Yeah. I was already looking at you, though. To say it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, first up this week, we checked out Big Shot, the uh, series on Disney Plus. It premiered April sixteenth of this year. It's a uh, an American sports dramedy. <laughs> uh, it follows a temperamental basketball coach who gets fired from his big time college coaching job and starts coaching high school girls. Um, so it's a big demotion in his eyes, of course, mm. and. Uh, it goes about how you might expect from a Disney Plus show. <laughs> we watched four of the seven episodes. There will be seven episodes we watched. There were four available at the time we were watching. And um, do you think we'll keep watching? I'm going to keep watching. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Okay. I had no interest in this fucking show. Yes. I was never going to watch it. Yeah. I was shocked when we watched it. Uh Mother's Day obviously was this last weekend. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all the mothers who listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hope you had a nice time. My parents visited. My mom made it very clear she wanted to check out Big Shot on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> was not shy to hint at it. 
I also felt like I didn't know she does she care about basketball. I you know, I think it was about Jason Stamos or whatever his name is. Oh, John Stamos. Oh, John. <laughs> I, I, I think it was about John Stamos more than it was about youth basketball. Okay, that makes more for sense. girls. That makes more sense. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I threw it on for because it was her weekend. Yes, it was. And uh, God damn, I did I get hooked into it? Like it. <laughs> I don't care about basketball. Nope. Definitely don't care about girls basketball teams let alone high school basketball. yeah let alone high school, high girls school. Basketball. yeah especially ones based in like really rich private schools yeah hard pass yeah so <laughs> but i will say it 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 hooked me mm-hmm. uh i guess you could say it gave me the old hook shot i don't know okay <laughs> is that a shot is that a thing yeah i think that's that's like the layup right is that another name for a layup i don't know i, I don't either apparently so <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think it had enough humor and and charm. I think that his relationships with all the girls are they work. Like mm-hmm. you know, they put him in this atmosphere where he's used to coaching college men's basketball, and so mm-hmm. like he's learning that he has to adapt and change how he approaches encouraging. I guess his team, yeah, interpersonal his players, relations, <laughs> like what he says, how he says it, yeah. you know. I will say the first episode, I felt like I caught on to a couple comments. I was like, okay, this is a little wokey, I guess, Uh in some of the things that they said. Yeah. Not that that's good or bad. It's just, it was very apparent. And I was like, okay, so this is what the show is going to be like. Yeah. But I do feel like it kind of was left in the first episode. And I feel like the rest of the show hasn't really gone that direction. So I, I don't know if maybe they were just trying to make like a pilot type attitude with the girls and then now they're like on the same page as him and they're all like in a good relationship as far as the team building i don't know it just yeah i know what you're talking about and i was like a little off put and then in after watching a few episodes i feel like either it was just a statement to this is how these this age of people are (laughs) i think it was kind of like a assumption of why he was there yeah versus it just being because he got fired from his other job and not because there was implications of why the other coach had left or whatever so anyways yeah i think it's been kind of fun you know it seems like all the 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 girls have their own backstories are kind of going into each Mm -hmm. character seems to have one per episode or whatever of course they do have some extra drama i think is like unnecessary with the he has a daughter and i feel like they're I feel like you could have just had the show without the daughter and you would have just as much drama yeah. to the story. I feel like it's a little too much with her, but like yeah. we haven't finished it, so who knows what that yeah, how that's going to Yeah, but it's a Disney out. show, so they're using his relationship with the basketball team to have him grow as a parent and whatever. So I guess it just it's, seems like I mean, he he already has a big problem in trying to get back to the top. And obviously, yeah. you know, it's going to play out where he's like, "Oh, I like it here." Yeah. But uh, let that be the problem. Right, yeah. But it's Disney Plus, so they've got to have family, like literal family involved. Yeah, okay. (laughs) They're like Olive Garden. Yeah. (laughs) They leave the light on for you. Yeah. (laughs) We're just throwing different (laughs) different things in there now, huh? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'll probably keep watching it with you, 
just because I've watched it now and now I want to know what happens, even though I have an idea of what's going to happen. But it's, I agree, I would not have given a shit to watch this if it wasn't something that your mom mentioned, so. I mean, Stamos has been real, like, he's doing great as as this character. Yeah, he's exactly who his character is supposed to be, he's doing a good job. And I I really, I'm enjoying the wit and, like, the the sarcasm Mm -hmm. he has, and it it does kind of remind me a little bit of that uh, OC, whatever, back in the 90s or early 2000s, whatever. A little bit. Yeah, it was like a oh. Fox show, I think. Yeah, I think. It was about like, a, it was like Orange County. Like high school. Hence the name. Yeah, OC. Yeah, yeah. I remember. It was like a poor guy ends up living with a rich family and then yeah, going to school there and a yeah. bunch of like high Misha school Barton drama. was in that, I think. Yeah. When I say it out loud, it sounds like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. But... <laughs> I remember that show in that I saw one episode and never watched it again. But I know that it existed, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I, it definitely wasn't something I would have watched, but I am enjoying it. I'd say, I don't know if I'm enjoying it as much as the Mighty Ducks series, but that's just because I grew up with hockey, so. Yeah. But I'm enjoying it, so I, for me, I would probably give it a slice it. Yeah. I, I'm going to continue it. Yeah. I'm already, I'm at the point where, like, I need to know where it's going to go. Yeah. I'm also going to slice this one. I liked it a lot more than I expected to. Pretty much the only part that I don't enjoy is the teenage drama. And that's to be expected. So Yeah. But the rest of the plot line and all of that is entertaining enough to make me still want to see it. I mean, like I said, it's intended for families. It's yes. Disney Plus. So they're, yeah. they're trying to cover all of the viewer age ranges, right? Yes, exactly. And get the, the teen drama in there for the youngsters and yeah. the... I don't know what else for the adults, the but whatever. John working. Stamos in there for the yeah, adults. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't even want to know how old he is. I'm assuming 50-something. Mm, probably sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Next up, we checked out Mayor of Easttown. This is a series on HBO Max that premiered on April 18th. And it's an American crime drama miniseries starring Kate Winslet as a detective investigating a murder in a small town near Philadelphia. We should, we should start calling them Kramas. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kate Winslet plays the character named Mare. So when I first saw this show was coming out, I was like, that's how you spell the word for female horse. And I was like, that's not a name. When I read M-A-R-E, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is going to be. And it's not the mayor of the town either. It's mm-hmm. a different thing entirely. But it turns out it's just her name. So okay. it's less exciting than I was going for. And then we have some interesting other people in this show that is kind of cool. Evan Peters is in this. He plays Detective Colin Zabel, who is a county detective who comes in to help with the case that Mare is working on. Or is he Mephisto? I mean, we don't know yet. We'll find out. (laughs) Um, Guy Pierce is in this. He plays Richard Ryan, a creative writing professor who is new in town. Uh, And Jean Smart is in this, and she plays Helen, Mare's mom, who lives with her. So there's a lot of other people in this, obviously, but those are the big yeah, names, yeah. and it's uh, it's pretty interesting so far. I think you put it best uh, you, when we first started watching, you're like, this feels like The Killing. It does. Uh, and at first I was like, ah, I feel like it's different, but it the more we're getting into it, it, the more it does feel like The Killing. I would say that the like end of the episode hooks are not as drastically... Irritating? Yeah, as The Killing. <laughs> 
they're not like ridiculously insane right and then like oh it's solved in the next episode right right in the first two not quite as annoying like that but the general idea is it's this really dramatic suspenseful they're trying to solve a murder and Mm. it's very if you liked the killing you will like this yes i'm enjoying this show but i do feel like they're putting way too many subplot dramas into this show that do not need to be there and I feel like it's <laughs> yeah. taking away from the crime itself and what I want to find out about that. Yeah. Like, she's got her whole fucking problem with, like, a death in the family. And then she's got, like... Her life. Her yeah. current life problem. She's yeah. got, like, a dating life problem. Mm-hmm. She's got... Work problems. Daughter with fucking problems. And yeah. a mother with problems. Uh-huh. And just, like, everything <laughs> is just... Getting in the way yeah. of the part where, what about the crime, though? Yeah. What about the everyone... murder? <laughs> the whole a... point of the show is what I was expecting was yeah. the murder. It's, um, it's like, yeah, you're, everybody, it's like, oh, they're solving this murder. Or whatever, right? And, but and almost everyone in this show is a piece of shit in mm-hmm. some way or another. Like, nobody is who they look like on the surface. Well, except for maybe a few people. But most people have some other secret or there's some whatever going on in the background that makes it like, oh my God, there's another layer of the onion. And a fun fact, I was reading about this. Um, I guess the reason, have you noticed that everyone's hair looks like shit in this show? Because <laughs> uh, I did. I mean, I didn't really think of anything about their hair. It's just like... I mean, very... hers I had noticed because I feel like she's supposed to, she's supposed to be like, I don't take care of myself. Yeah. It's all about the the detective life. Yeah, but uh, most that I don't really do because I'm more focused on my drama and my, my life. Drama. Yeah, um, I I couldn't figure out. I was like, why does everyone's hair look like they just woke up? And I was reading some article. I guess Kate Winslet insisted that this show, when they were when she was talking with people about this show, that it be everyone would have bed hair, is what she called it. Because she wanted to fight back against the standards of unattainable beauty. She didn't want people to be so distracted by okay. someone being... like She wanted it to be like real people and not this like Hollywood bullshit. Okay. And so that's why she... Like, She's ins- come a long way since Titanic, huh? <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Being that exact thing she didn't want yeah, to, to yeah. reflect. So she's like... She said something about how she's like, yeah, I'm whatever the fuck age. And I, I want to look that age. I don't want to look like mm-hmm. someone completely different because I mean, of the special effects or whatever she looked good yeah to me. no she looks great but you could tell that <laughs> I, she just I had her hair in a ponytail i wouldn't have said that she, their hair all looks shitty but oh, okay i mean i guess that says a lot i don't think my, it looked shitty in general i mean but, when i you know envy hair i i guess what, okay. it always looks good compared you know? to low standards i guess for me compared to normal humans it doesn't look shitty but compared to your standard tv show they're usually everybody's usually very well quaffed Quaffed. Yeah. Okay. It's style hairstyled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I like to You're use this so... podcast. I love that I learn things on this podcast. <laughs> You're so judgmental of my words. I'm not judgmental. I just <laughs> sometimes question if you just make words up. Did I'm you not know making I would words know. up. No, it's just how you say that. Anyway, I just was reading that and I thought it was interesting. She said she wanted to, she didn't want to contribute to the whole like setting unattainable beauty standards for society. So that was her condition as being part of the show. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't really take away from the show at all. Like it actually makes sense. You wouldn't have all of these garbage humans 
being like that's true especially based off like <laughs> having their life where together. The, the series is going as far yeah. as like uh the mystery of some of these yeah missing girls and yeah. all that stuff mm-hmm. anyway yeah. i just thought that was interesting people should know but yeah i'm enjoying this show i think like you said it's i mean she's killing it in the role yeah like definitely i feel like she's selling the part to me absolutely yeah um I guess I just, I guess I want it to be more about the case than yeah. all of her problems. Uh-huh. Yeah, I keep, it's like one of those things. <laughs> like, that maybe like, that's what the show is, but I guess I didn't know that. I don't yeah. know. It is nice to see, I guess it's more along the lines of being real, if you will. Mm-hmm. Because everybody has problems in their life. And you might not know about it. And they're still doing something. Like, they're still trying to do their job. They're still trying to do... Things are going on in society. And everybody in the world is, like, falling apart while things are happening. So, I guess it's just a study in real life, if you will. So, I hope that they get to the point of the actual crime solving, though. Because I want to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, when what we last had on whatever, episode 5 or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, big twist. Big, so. big information reveal, so... We'll be waiting for Sunday for that one. Definitely. So I am going to dissect this one because I am very, I'm very hooked and even, and it's, there's parts of it I don't like, but it's because the people are playing their part so well, not because it's bad. Oh yeah. There's like a handful of people. I'm like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like <laughs> are you, you want to just, you want to <laughs> yeah. pull them out of the TV and just start yeah, lecturing just them. them. Like yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with Stop you? Stop doing that. People don't act like this. <laughs> yeah. Be normal. <laughs> uh, it's a slice it for me. I, I'm enjoying it, but um, I do think that the unless it's going to go somewhere with like the the subplot stuff, it just feels like it's unnecessarily added. Yeah. Like I, I think there was almost uh, episode one or two, but there was an episode where it just felt like it went on forever. Yeah. And I don't feel like anything really changed as far as where the plot was like going yeah we didn't learn anything new it was just oh cool there's a lot of fucking problems in these people's lives yeah i feel like there was a lot more exposition than we're used to i'm assuming that that some of that information might come into play later but it did seem a little slow i know mm. what you're talking about you... and typically shows like this are a slow burn yeah and that's fine yeah but it but extremely slow. Yeah, you gotta be careful with a slow burn when you only have eight episodes or seven episodes, however many. You gotta be fast enough to get your story told in the lower number of episodes. Yeah. It's... it's like a slow burn and then you're like, okay, okay, throw dynamite in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any more time. Just throw the yeah. whole thing. Throw the C4 in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I obviously went by myself. Like I said, uh, Demon Slayer, I watched, well... I watched it by myself on Netflix. I watched the anime, 23 episodes, and then I went and I saw the movie in theaters, which apparently comes into place directly after the series. So it's like there's no time gap at all. It's just it leads right into the movie. Okay. I've heard such great things about this show, so I had to give it a try. I tried it a little bit back in the day, and I was like, eh, it's, it's all right. I wasn't really into it. I feel like as far as the show goes... Um, the art is gorgeous. It took me a little bit to get used to it because it is different than most animes. Um, and they use a lot of CGI, 3D kind of anime style at certain scenes. That you know, it 
in, typically in the, the battles and stuff. Uh, that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. This one started out very slow. I think it was, it took me, I think, probably into like maybe eight episodes for me to really start appreciating what the show was. Because in the beginning, it's it, ba- the basic premise is this boy leaves home for a little bit and then he comes back to find a demon has murdered his whole family. Wow. Um, Bummer. And then, well, except his younger sister who was turned into a demon. Ew. Because that's how they make more demons that's is rude. you can turn them if you take too much blood or something like that or give them too much blood. I don't know. Okay. Some premise like that. Got it. Um, so basically his sister has turned into a demon, but he somehow found a way to like prevent her from being in, like a demon and evil and eat people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then they find some other guy who helps her resist that stuff and then he get, starts training to become a demon slayer to get revenge on the demon that killed his family and all this stuff okay uh and then that's basically the first eight episodes is is kind of him training and becoming this demon slayer as mm-hmm. we know it and then the rest of the show is him actually on this journey i love that part you know they have each episode it's like the demon of the episode. And then, like, they have whatever its special abilities are and all this shit. But they do this really cool thing where it's not just, like, these are just mindless creatures. They they give them some kind of a, a story through flashbacks and stuff. Whenever, like, let's say one of them dies or something, then you give the their human voice of what brought them to this point of becoming a demon mm. and all this stuff. And, like, it just, it really gets you as mm-hmm. far as like on emotional level at least for me it does okay and i think that was probably the the strongest part of this show was seeing these demons in like with humanity i guess mm-hmm. at a certain point like after before they die and or if they die not everybody always dies right but yeah i i've, I've really enjoyed it and it gets to this like part of the season where it just really ramps up and it's fucking insane with the the fighting and all the stuff and the gore and all that stuff. And then my biggest complaint I would say on this show is the last third of it, I'd say feels like it's just like the first eight episodes where not much is happening. And it's really just kind of watching him recover from the battle that he was in. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, nothing really happens. And it just feels like this should have just not been here. Or been adjusted in a different way. Because mm-hmm. you are introduced to a bunch of characters that I really had a trouble liking. They just were not likable characters. So mm-hmm. I hope that something like that changes as far as the season two goes. But I think that it kind of went downhill as far as the quality for me. From the show. From the show. Yeah. Okay. So I'm still enjoying it. I'm going to say it's... I'm going to give it a... Uh, I'll give it a slice it. Because I, I think when it's good... It's really good, but it does have its fumbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like I said, it just kind of like gives you this abrupt ending. But then that's where the movie comes in, and it just kind of takes over directly after the sh- the series. I kind of wonder if the movie was intended to be a part of the show, and then they were like, you know, what, let's just tack this on as a movie separately. Yeah, uh, it just it it feels like it should have been a part of the show, but it's not. So yeah, but the movie was really good. It. I can't really get into it because I don't really want to like spoil anything, but like some of the characters you're introduced to are in the movie 
And then you kind of get a little bit more backstory on those characters. So it kind of gives them a little bit more to work. It gives you a little bit more to work with as to like why they were, how they were. Mm -hmm. But overall, the movie is just more of the same. You just kind of get introduced to some new characters and pretty much where season two was probably headed. Right. Okay. So uh, as far as the movie goes, I would probably say dissect it. Wow. I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. The show, I think, had some fumbles as far as the pacing. Mm-hmm. But the movie was like, obviously, two hours versus, I don't know, wait, yeah. <laughs> eight hours or whatever the hell the, the length of the right, right. episodes ended up being. So, uh, yeah, I I think that people, if they are looking for an anime, this is a really good one to jump into. Uh, just know that the show has a little bit of pacing issues as far as like how it plays out and then the movie just is basically all of the good stuff of that uh did you already say this is it um subtitled or dubbed it's both both series and movies okay um yeah i watched it on netflix but i think it's also on hulu and also on whatever all the uh, anime services crunchyroll yeah i think it's on both of them okay um, but yeah, you have the options for su- subtitle or dubbed. Got it. Okay. I watched it dubbed mm-hmm. because it was easier for me to enjoy it when I was like, the parts where it was really slow, it was easier having them actually speak in English yeah. versus me having to read something where I'm already not really into it. Right. That makes sense. Okay. And then the movies, I they had both options as well. You could watch the uh, subtitled or dubbed. I chose dubbed again. Okay. But I am curious, because watching the movie, there was, like, lines where I was like, based off the show, I feel like that character wouldn't have said that. Yeah. And so, like, I'm kind of curious if the movie has an adjustment to what's being said compared to the subtitled version. So I might go check it out in subtitles if it is available again and I'm Mm -hmm. free. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. All right. Last up, we checked out The Mitchells vs. The Machines. This came out on April 23rd to select theaters and finally to Netflix a week later on April 30th. Um, it, is a commuter, it is a computer animated sci-fi comedy from Sony Pictures. This was originally planned for a theatrical release under the name Connected, but due to the pandemic, distribution rights were actually sold to Netflix and they ended up renaming it to what I just said, Mitchells, The Mitchells vs. The, the Machines. Which is the preferred name from the directors. I mean, that when you said that name, I was like, that's got to be like a project name yeah. or a name pending situation. Yeah, like a There's draft. no way that would have been yeah, like... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. This is the official name. No. It wouldn't but, fit the theme of the movie. No, it wouldn't. So I'm glad that they ended up changing it back to what they wanted to name it originally. So it's directed by Mike Rianda, who actually, actually also voiced the youngest kid in the, in the movie. Okay. And there's a lot of um, pretty big voice cast people, guest, guest voices on this movie. Um, and it's got uh, Abby Jacobson, who people might know from Broad City. She was the main character, Katie. Danny McBride voiced the father. Maya Rudolph was the mom. And Mike Randall, like I said, he voiced the younger, the youngest son. There was a lot of big names in here, like Olivia Coleman, Eric Andre, Fred Armisen, Chrissy Teigen. Conan O'Brien was even one of the characters, so um, it was pretty cool to hear all those voices. The general premise of the movie was that you have a family who everyone pretty much relies on their electronic, their cell phone, and society relies on their cell phone, and this tech company has created something to basically, you know, 
Robot uprising, for lack of a better word. Yeah. <laughs> All because the robot got jealous. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I don't want to give, give away too much of the plot, but it's about, it goes about how you would expect. And it's about this family in their own ways somehow ends up being the saviors of the world because of their uh flaws their flaws yes exactly and their inability to communicate yes <laughs> but finding a way somehow in this dire need yes exactly so i i very much enjoyed this i think it was a good definitely a good family movie I saw that it was trending or whatever. One of the number one movies for Netflix on Mother's Day. Yeah, honestly, I had no interest in this, mm-hmm. um, but I kept hearing good things about it. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah. Um, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. I will say, though, I think it felt way too long. Yes. The last 45 minutes, I feel like had three or four endings where I was like, okay, this is the end of the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. No? No? Okay. And I, yeah. I, I kept finding myself... Checking the time on it to see how much longer it was in the movie, it just felt like it, it took way too long to get to the end of this movie. Yeah. The ending took a while to get it over with. So I don't know if maybe they need to cut some stuff out in the, somewhere in the middle, but like it just felt like eh, I, was, I was losing steam Yeah, watching this movie at some point. Even yeah. though I really enjoyed the overall message and and the comedy. Oh my yeah, god, the, the movie comedy was, was really good. fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Really good. Was like Pub Cop was his was was her dog cop. Was it just dog cop? I think it was dog cop. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so good. She like makes these home movies and yeah, and she's trying to get their... into like art school for video creation. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, the humor was really spot on in the show. Yeah, or movie. Um, but it's also Sony, and they did really well with uh the Into the Spider Verse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. They may just have magic when it comes to their animated movies. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So, I was entertained. I definitely would recommend it. Especially, I mean, it's already included in your Netflix subscription, so why mm-hmm. the fuck not, you know? Yeah. The uh, the robots are really funny. Yes. The, the way that they portrayed them with their AI thinking and all uh-huh. that stuff. And... <laughs> yeah. It was it was charming. It was yes. a fun movie. It just felt a little too long. Yeah. So, uh, I would say slice it. Uh, I had a good time. I'm going to dissect it. I found myself laughing a lot harder than I expected. Um, I felt like it felt a little too long, but only because it seemed like, based on the plot that was happening, that that should be the end. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't feel like I was like, okay, I'm done. It was just like, well, what's going to happen after this? It To me, it just <laughs> felt like they didn't know where to end it. Yeah. You know, it's like they had an ending and they're like, oh, but, you know, we want to kind of give this relationship a little bit of a a conversation. And then, oh, but what about this character? Mm-hmm. Do we need to conclude something for them? And just yeah. felt like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I very <laughs> much enjoyed it. I found myself laughing a lot, so... This is also something I was like, yeah, I mean, I might check it out, but mm-hmm. I wasn't that concerned about watching it, but I was very impressed considering. So I would say it's definitely worth checking out. Do you know who, which, which character Conan O'Brien was? Cause I was trying to figure it out and I couldn't. He is the one that's in the video, uh, of like stupid human or whatever. It seemed like he was a robot. Yeah. He's one of the robots. Okay. He's, um, there's the, the foolish human air, the video. 
Oh, so he was... He's a specific robot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. you think the robots would all have the same voice. Most of them do. It's Beck Bennett. Who, he's from SNL. He's okay. He's most of the voices. And then there's one of them. So one of the... Yeah. One of them is Fred Armisen. And then the other one of the two that they interact with is Beck Bennett. And then Beck Bennett does all of the other robots. Okay. So yeah, I think it's fun. It it was yeah. a really obviously if you have a family, you'd have a great time watching this with the family. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but if I am struggling for this movie to end, then I feel like maybe kids would also struggle with this movie. Maybe that's true. Unless I'm weaker than children. Well, it's just the... <laughs> unless I'm emotionally weaker than children. <laughs> yeah. Get in the car. Are we there yet? <laughs> All right. Well, yes. that's it. It is. Yeah, that's so, what we watched this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you. If you have some time, go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave us a rating, review, etc., whatever it's called these days, because it matters. And uh, check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. Or send us an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, keep... Keep listening. We're going to talk about some gaming news coming up next. All right. Let's jump into our gaming news with some new releases this week. Not very many, but we do have a couple. Uh, On Switch, Subnautica is coming out May 14th. I think that's on Game Pass currently for Xbox. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been on... Actually, I think it might also be currently on PlayStation Plus. Or was last week. Something like that. Okay. (laughs) Clearly a game they want to be... Put out there for people yeah. to notice. Yeah. Uh, multi-platforms. PlayStation and Xbox didn't really have anything specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but multi-platform. Hood, Outlaw, and Legends, May 10th. Uh, Destiny 2, Season of the Splicer. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming this is some kind of expansion. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a smaller DLC. May 11th for that. Mm-hmm. That's a game that we like. Uh, we probably should be jumping back into because it's on Game Pass. We're getting all the expansions now. Yeah, maybe we should. I don't know. Yeah, but we'll see. It's one of those games you have to like commit time to. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure I have that. Like relearn how to play it. Um, speaking of games to commit time to, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition is going to be released May 14th. This is for anybody who is unaware, the remaster of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. So it's all three games. I hadn't played this trilogy really, so I'm not sure I'm like, gotta go get this game. Yeah. But at the same time, if I'm gonna play it, I guess maybe I want to play this version. Right, yeah. Um, but I will say, the comparison video, sometimes I feel like the older graphics looked better on some things. Yeah. It's very like spotty on some things, like, oh, that looks way better mm-hmm. now. And other things, I'm like, that doesn't look as good. Yeah. Sometimes it's like... This is very a very specific reference, but when we went from The Sims 3 to The Sims 4, the graphics got worse. Like the Sims 3 was very realistic looking, mm-hmm. and The Sims 4 got way more Fortnite-y. Sims. Is it still on that style to today, or? Yeah. Are they on, what are they on? Are they on Sims 4? We're on Sims 4 oh, still, okay. yeah. Sims 5 is, is supposed to be coming out sometime soon, but who yeah. the fuck knows. Um, also, on this list is Assassin's Creed Valhalla Wrath of the Druids DLC is coming out on May 13th. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're welcome. The, oh, like yeah. <laughs> the game that everybody loves to complain about yes. is too long. Yes. <laughs> so anybody wants more of that. 
Um, that's also on all of the platforms, basically. So Yeah. Well, we got good news for those people. It yeah. sounds like Ubisoft is not going to be making very large games anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, moving into some changes in schedules and all that good stuff. Uh, Final Fantasy Remake Intergrade, which is the PS5 upgrade announced DLC content. Okay. Uh, it's going to be exclusive to PS5 for at least six months. I don't think that's anything shocking to anybody. It yeah. was announced as a PS5 thing, and I think that's what people expected. But there's your confirmation. Uh, QuakeCon will be an all-digital event August 19th through the 21st. So this was a via this is a Twitter announcement they made. If you're looking for any kind of earthquake convention, you got to go online for it. Is that what it is? No, it's. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a QuakeCon is. <laughs> no, it's uh. Quake is an older game, like oh, Doom. Oh yeah, stuff like okay. that. Because I immediately went to like Marvel Quake, and I was like, I know that can't be oh. it. She's not that popular. Yeah, <laughs> she's being rumored to come back into the MCU as a rebooted character, though. Yeah, I saw that. But it was not very like strong evidence of it, so yeah. I, that's why I haven't brought it yeah. to the episode yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, although I guess I just did. Kind of did. So <laughs> different segment, so it doesn't count. <laughs> just side talk here. Yeah, it's not official. <laughs> Uh, Gamescom have shifted to an all-digital event for August 25th to the 27th. Uh, they had originally planned a hybrid format, if you remember. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> so that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and EA Play will officially be on July 22nd. This was something I think people were wondering if it was going to be part of E3 or not. We aren't. I don't think it is considered part of E3. But we'll see. Uh, no info on the content or the connection to E3, obviously. So we'll wait on all that information. Uh, but the company has teased Battlefield 6 with, with news expected in June for that game. Okay. So probably expect something for this game at yeah, their thing in July. Right. Makes sense. All right. Uh, jumping into some of our DTF quickies. Uh, Sony is being sued for limiting purchases of games to the PlayStation Store. Ooh. Uh, it seems like just gamers in general uh-huh. are suing Sony uh-huh. because uh, what they claim is operating an unlawful monopoly by restricting digital purchase- purchases of PlayStation games solely to the PlayStation Store. Is it a monopoly, though? If you well, it. Oh, because... Here, okay, this is not... Okay, a lot of people think... and. Forgive me if I'm assuming what you're thinking. But what I noticed when this news came out was people were assuming that this was people complaining that PlayStation had exclusives on PlayStation and they weren't on other consoles. That's not what this is about. No, this is about because they have a version of their console that doesn't have a disk drive, so you can't go anywhere else to buy it. That's a good point. That kind of adds a layer to this. Yeah. Uh, what this really is comes down to is third-party retailers do not have codes for right. digital purchases. Yeah, unlike If Xbox. you remember, we actually, I think, talked about it like last year where mm-hmm. Sony was discontinuing purchases of whatever stuff in, yeah. like, whatever the cards. Yes. So, basically, what you're saying is yeah. you have to go buy it on the store itself. You yes. can't buy a code elsewhere and then use it in the PlayStation Store. Right, yeah. So people are upset because they think that that's a monopoly 
by forcing you to go to the PlayStation Store versus going to any other retailer to buy that game code. Right. Which I guess in a way it It's it's a I'm I'm kind of torn with this conversation because I feel like I get where you're coming from as a monopoly, but at the same time like if it's your property, why would you not have a say in where it's sold? You're not going to tell a mom and pop shop that they have to sell you wouldn't tell them they have to sell whatever their thing is to other retailers to then use. Yeah, I would I would agree with you on that analogy, except for the fact that this is about all digital games, right? Not just PlayStation exclusive. I think it's just PlayStation exclusive oh. because they wouldn't really have a say as far as other like third party games. Why would they have a say in that? Because it's if not it's the... a digital code, then Sony has to allow you to sell a code to access their store. Okay, I guess you're right. I was thinking in the sense of like EA or Ubisoft or whoever would have those codes themselves. And it would make sense. So they but, would they would go to retailers. Right, but you would have to still get it from the PlayStation Store unless you do some kind of jailbreaking of your console, which I'm not aware of is a thing. I mean, the, it's probably a thing, but... It might be, but... Not a smart thing, because I'm sure they thing. could detect that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so presumably, if you have a digital-only console, the only place you can download a game is from the PlayStation Store. So they should theoretically allow you... If they wanted to not monopolize, I'm using air quotes here, they should allow you to buy a digital code that they that you can redeem on their store that so, you can buy somewhere else. So you're saying this extends to not just PlayStation first party games. This is every game. I don't know this concern. story at all, but that was my interpretation of it based on what's written here. I took it as just first party games because they are in complete control of those because it's their property. That would make I could see that not having a ground stand. Which is why it would make sense that people were confused if they only read a headline and, and saw exclusivity and they go, oh, it's about PlayStation games. Right. But I guess, I mean, I'm trying to think of other companies. Like, I feel like, isn't this a thing that most companies do though? Like, doesn't Apple kind of do this with all their shit? Like, can you buy, I don't know, I, you know, I... I don't really use the Apple Store, so I don't know how it works. But can you buy Mac products, like you know, programs and stuff that are exclusive to Apple laptops and all that stuff through third parties, or is it only on the store that you would be able to buy those? Because discs don't really do it; like they don't exist anymore. You can't go buy a CD, and even if you could, laptops don't really have yeah. the drives anymore to yeah. put them in. Even my laptop would just like. It's all basically digital now. So isn't it just implied you go onto the store and buy something like that? Okay. Sony's purchase policies don't allow retailers other than the PlayStation Store to sell digital game downloads. Period. Not PlayStation-only games. Just in general. Okay. So So you could technically buy credit... Yes. Somebody could buy you a PlayStation card or PlayStation credit. And then you go put it into your PlayStation Store. Exactly. But you couldn't do, like, I'm going to buy you this specific game and give it to someone. Or you couldn't go out and say, I want to buy this new egg, say has a deal on digital download, 10% off of whatever, uh-huh. giving like for a game code of some kind, right? So but, but they just wouldn't have that. They wouldn't they have the ability that. to have, yeah, exactly. But you can do that for other Yeah, markets. Xbox, you can. Xbox, you can yeah. do that. Amazon Steam, always has digital yeah. versions. Yeah. Uh, and that always brings up the question of like, well, if it's digital, why are you paying the same price as a physical? Because technically it should cost less because you don't have the, the product uh, packaging included. Uh-huh. 
So you're saving the money on that aspect. Yeah, I agree. So I think I can see why they have an argument for this lawsuit. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to like, well, don't they have the right to decide where their shit is sold? But it's not all their shit. That's my argument. If it was only... Okay, so if it was only PlayStation first party games... Then maybe sure. You couldn't really argue because, well, that's their property. Yes. They have the right to say where they're selling yes, it. Yes, that is completely fine with me. It's like a clothing line being like, we're going to be exclusive to this this store. Yes. You just have to go to that store. Exactly. Like if you want to buy... I'm not even going to try to think of an analogy, but yes. I think if it was only first party PlayStation or Sony, whatever... That would be fine. But since they are not allowing it, period. Okay. So then it's they're the limiting of, other properties. So it's the question of do they have the right to dictate where third party companies' games could be sold, in a sense? Yes. How Digitally. They, they're limiting Physically they can how be sold you wherever, consume but, your game. Yes. How, how you consume, consume your games. But you brought up a good point is the whole digital front is. You know, we have the digital PS5, so mm-hmm. I couldn't go buy a disc if yes, it's on sale exactly. and put it in my console. I have to I have to be digital. Yeah, in my head, I was like, well, fuck it. Just go buy a disc from some other retailer. And then I was like, wait, not everybody has a disc. And they made that console. So by, mm. by, so implicitly, you're agreeing to their monopoly when you purchase the digital console. So I could see how they'll weasel their way out of it. But it's still, mm-hmm. I can understand the the argument for calling it a monopoly because it's yeah. limiting everyone's abilities. It's also brought in like weird scenarios with certain games too for PlayStation where like um, if you have the digital PS5 but you had um, but- a, a disc version PS4 upgrades don't translate because yeah. you don't have a disc because you have to put the disc in to qualify but mm-hmm. you don't have anywhere to put the disc yeah yeah so I remember that. there's been weird stuff with that stuff and mm-hmm. all that anyways i i i could see both sides but i kind of am on the side of like why well, don't get why sony wouldn't be allowed to have that right. well it decreases so it eliminates competition so oh, of course just from does. a purely monopoly standpoint they're saying you can't buy a digital code for a game anywhere else. So mm. we're the only ones that set the price. They don't have a situation like Xbox where Amazon decides we're going to do 10% off of this for today. Then Xbox store has to be like, oh shit, well we got to do some other deal but too. But Sony's not making a different price. It's the same price. They're just... Right, but what... It's the same price you're going to get it anywhere else. It's just you're saying, well, you have to buy it through us. Right, but because they're not allowing anyone, any other retailer to have that product... They're the only price that's there. If mm-hmm. other retailers had that product, another retailer may do a promotion. So they're price. basically cutting out whatever profit percent that the retailer would get out of selling it for them. Yes. So I'm I mean, it sounds like Sony. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, as we've learned, they also have very strict uh, guidelines with um, free to play stuff. Yeah. True. They take a bigger cut than other the competitors, like right. Xbox and Switch and all that stuff. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. On the vein of PS5, uh, there's apparently going to be a shortage expected through 2022. If anybody thought it was going to get better by the end of this year, you are mistaken. Uh, Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki reportedly told analysts, even if we secure a lot more devices and produce many more units of the PS5 next year, our supply wouldn't be able to catch up to the demand. Okay. So, sounds like... That's assuming a constant demand, though. Oh, there's... I mean... 
Yeah. I'm just wondering. See, I, here's the thing with the PS5 specifically. I keep seeing people bitching that they can't get a PS5. Mm-hmm. But I also keep seeing fucking reports that PS5s are outselling PS4s in the, the yeah. launch of the console. Yeah, exactly. And so, by that logic, yes, we're, we're probably seeing, I don't know what it's like right now. But we're probably, a big chunk is at least because of scalpers. I don't mm-hmm. know how bad that still is for scalpers, if they're still doing that. Or if they've fought it off to an extent. Yeah. But they just seem like contradicting sources, right? Yeah. One's saying that they're selling the best that they've ever sold. And one's saying nobody can get a hand on their hands on a console. So that just leaves it to, it's got to be, there's warehouses full of fucking PS5s that third parties have bought and are just not being sold elsewhere. Mm-hmm. There's your fucking monopoly. Yeah. Anyways, so... It's unfortunate, I guess, for people that don't have one yet. Yeah. But apparently there's way more than there are people in the world (laughs) also being made. Yeah. All right. Uh, The Coalition is shifting to Unreal Engine 5 for Gear 6 and other projects planned for the coming years. That's Uh, the best opportunity. Shouldn't they have switched for Gears 5? (laughs) Well, it wasn't out yet at the time. Remember we saw this demo and was like, oh, is this a, a PlayStation game that they haven't announced yet? Yeah. Turns out it wasn't, but yeah. seemed like it should have been. Yeah. Because I think we were both like, I'd play this game. Yeah. Another missed opportunity, Sony. Yep. All right. Uh, so, that's good to know. I mean, yeah. we were really impressed with the Unreal 5 engine. Yeah, so, it looks really fucking cool. I mean, Gears 5 is gorgeous. So, using the next gen engine is going to make it even better. The next gen gen? The next gen gen. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> we don't have a lot of time here. Yeah, I'm wasting it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Witcher 3 PS5 and Xbox Series upgrades could feature fan-made mods. Oh, really? I don't know what those mods would be, but I'm <laughs> sure there's thousands of them out there. I'm sure there are. They probably just have to pick the top whatever number because there's no way. Usually console well, I'm, versions. I'm sure they would have the data of what the popular ones are. Yeah. And then they would either... I don't know if they would just take them directly or if they'd have to, like, basically remake them themselves. I don't know. I think, um, if I remember correctly, somebody did make mods to uh, reskin the characters in the game. For the movie versions, right? Or for the show versions? The show versions, yeah. Yeah. So Henry Cavill and whoever the fuck else. Anya Shalatra and. Yeah, that one. Anya Freya Allen. Yeah, that one. Those ones. Yeah. (laughs) I don't see it working. But Henry Cavill. Yeah. All they need to do is Henry Cavill yeah. and call it good. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever modded the horse to be just a literal roach. Ew. <laughs> if they haven't, somebody will now. <laughs> or at least some kind of like a a drapery to put on the horse yeah. that looks like like a little like fabric Ew. roach. Yeah. I don't like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it now and get it in the game. Okay. I know how that goes. Not going to be well. I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Uh, Warzone. That is something I do know. Although I'm not at my best lately, I've <laughs> found. Uh, they could be teasing additional characters. Uh, specifically Rambo and John McClane from the Die Hard series. Oh. Uh, to be featured in the game as characters. 
Uh, this would follow their 80s theme that they've been doing with the new season. And Black Ops Cold War mm-hmm. and that whole thing. Uh, so, yes, that would be very exciting. Please do that. <laughs> the closest I'm going to get to getting a fucking Captain America yeah. in Warzone or Iron Man or yeah. Ninja Why Turtles or whatever fucking cool character. Shit. Probably because it's got guns. I don't know. But Fortnite does too. I guess it's just cartoony enough. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel like more children play Fortnite than Warzone. But maybe I'm just making that up. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Yeah. I'll, I'll be thrown in like random parties and like... I, I I don't know how old these children are. Like, I uh, did you just learn to talk on Saturday? Because you don't sound like you've been talking for years. Yeah. They're obviously going to be beating the game at age three. So <laughs> As I've been informed. Uh, Ubisoft has announced Tom Clancy's The Division Heartland, a free-to-play game. It's going to be a standalone title within the series, so you won't have to play the other two. Uh, and it's planned for a 2021 to 2022 release window. Okay. Because we need more free-to-play games. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Ubisoft has kind of been on this whole, like, we're basically shifting the free-to-play for a lot of their stuff, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. So, I, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen with, like, Assassin's Creed and yeah. Watch Dogs and stuff like that. I don't mean, that, that's what, yeah, there's no information about what kind of game it even is. I assume it's going to be a third-person shooter with heavy microtransactions, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. what else would it be? Yeah. But the weird thing is they had that uh, Battle Royale game that they came out with last year or whatever it was, and it didn't seem like it did well. So I just, this is confusing to me, why, why they're doubling down on free-to-play. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the game. That's how. Oh. See exactly. <laughs> Not Rainbow Six, right? Something Scape. Hyperscape. Hyperscape. Yeah. Okay, so you play it, but more than I do. I just guessed. <laughs> generic name. Generic name. <laughs> Typically, it's gonna have dead or war in the title. <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really even played the other games. Probably won't jump into this one myself. Yeah. Apparently, Yakuza, the game series, mm-hmm. uh, will continue as a turn-based game after the success of Likey Dragon. Okay. They were more like a GTA-type game. That's what I thought. And then this latest entry was turn-based, like older RPGs, mm-hmm. which I got really excited about, to be yeah. honest. So this is kind of fun this year. That it was it was perceived so well that they're, like, they're okay, going to stick with it we're again. Keep doing that. Yeah, it's like the pendulum swinging back, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and on that note of Yakuza, so this game probably won't be showing up on Nintendo anymore. Apparently, Nintendo has a clause in its contracts that stipulate any Japanese developer or publisher. It works with cannot have any ties to organized crime groups like the Yakuza. Okay. How then this you... had me thinking, is Yakuza made by the Yakuza? <laughs> Are they okay with the game They're being like made? profiting off of the fucking game. It's like, you know, we talk about like uh, the Mandarin. Yeah. In uh, 
the MCU, like, is he cool with the fact that there was a fake Mandarin yeah. since he now exists in the yeah. world? Who knows? I guess we'll it's find like out. The Yakuza is like, is, are they cool with a Yakuza game out there? They have somebody get the game every time a new one comes out. Like, this is not even realistic. Yeah. <laughs> not how we do things. Why don't they ask us how, <laughs> they need a how our life is? Expert. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, it apparently was revealed because of a the Epic Games versus Apple uh, trial going on currently. Mm-hmm. It was within their documents mm-hmm. that revealed this Nintendo fact. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure why all these companies have their... I guess it's like their protocols for how shit is ran. Probably. And it's going to tie into comparing it to Apple and Epic Games contracts, maybe. Probably. Um, But to expand on that, uh, Microsoft also revealed in their whole thing uh, that they apparently had anticipated... The Breath of the Wild 2, Bayonetta 3, and Metroid Prime 4 to all release in 2020. Hmm. That was part of their whole, uh, st- I, guess, I don't want to say strategy, but like I guess predicted strategy for Nintendo Yeah, that they probably had a plan to work against with their marketing and mm-hmm. game releases and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it never happened. Well, <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> but you could also argue that Nintendo had a very light year. Yeah. And it seems like they probably had stuff. That it, there were rumors that they had games that they wanted to hold on to. Yeah. To make more profit yeah. out of later on. Yeah. Anyways. Um, also, Microsoft had a internal review of The Last of Us 2 for improvements on their titles. Hmm. Which is kind of cool, if you yeah. think about it. The competitor is like basically... Reviewing your work mm-hmm. to see what worked, what didn't work, mm-hmm. what like what they can fix and improve on themselves, right? Yeah, it's really what, market research, right? Yeah, yeah, like that's really cool. Yeah, that's like something I never really thought of being a part of the market. Yeah, what kind of? How do you get that job? That seems like a cool job. Yeah, <laughs> get hired at Microsoft so you yeah. can play to PlayStation go play games. PlayStation games. <laughs> All right. So back. when do I start playing <laughs> Sony games for you? <laughs> We're going to need the report by Friday night. <laughs> report. It was all right. It was fine. <laughs> it was pretty all right. <laughs> yeah. I just I found that fascinating that they, yeah. they do stuff like that. I guess you have to assume Sony does the same. And yeah, I'm sure. Nintendo maybe. Yeah. Unless it's the Yakuza that they're Yeah. It's their uh, organized crime organization that's like running them secretly. Yeah. Alright, well that's it. Uh, no game review this week. I am going to be playing Resident Evil 8. Yeah. Because I am a fraud. <laughs> and a liar. <laughs> to be fair, I got it for you for your birthday. Yeah, that was the loophole. That yeah. Was the, yeah, that was the loophole. That was a loophole so that I didn't have to give them money. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. For allowing me that loophole. <laughs> So I will have that review next week. Yeah. And we're also currently playing Second Extinction, which is on Game Pass. But technically it's a, what do they call it? When it's uh, in development still? Mm. Game preview. It's technically in game preview, but it's on Game Pass. Right. So we'll talk about that game too. Yes, we will. Maybe. Hopefully. (laughs) Perhaps. I don't like to make plans. Yeah. (laughs) Or rope yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, thanks everyone for listening. That is it for our episode this week. And uh, please don't forget to go rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Um, leave us some stars. Send us an email to dtfpod at gmail.com. If you don't feel like leaving a review publicly, any kind of feedback would be helpful for us. And please don't forget to go follow us on Twitter, DT, at dtfpod. And check out our Facebook group, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, for um, updates throughout the week. That's it for episode 91 of a Dissecting This Fiction. Bye-bye. <laughs>